0: Welcome back to the Rone Heater Experience. Today we are starting the beginning of a new season. It's gonna be based off the ocean and some into more depth about coral bleaching. So I bet some of you may or may not have heard about coral bleaching, but it's gone pretty bad over the past few years. So let me tell you a little bit more information for those who have or haven't heard about this topic. For those that don't know what coral is, it's almost like an alien looking plant and has several different shapes and sizes and several different colors. Um, I bet like a few of you guys have probably gone to the ocean or at least seen pictures of coral. Or you guys even have it as decoration in houses. Um, it's not a plant though. It, it looks like a plant, but it it's not. Uh, it's a it's actually an animal. The branch of the mount that we're often called or that are called coral is actually made up of thousands of animals called polyps. A coral. Has a polyp and it's an invertebrate that can be no bigger than a pinhead and up to a foot in diameter. Coral also, unlike plants, can't make its own food, so it sort of has to like scavenge like little um, sea creatures. Um, so, coral is pretty cool and it also provides a whole ecosystem for the animals in the ocean. Um, coral reefs uh, grow very slowly at an average rate of two centimeters per year. Uh, The coral reefs only grow at a maximum depth of about 150 feet. This is because their biomes must maintain a temperature to 70 to 85 degrees. So it's it's pretty easy like if you're snorkeling or just swimming around in the ocean or if you you go on like uh, tours to look for coral it's pretty easy to find it. Um, Strangely most coral reefs seem to grow on the eastern side of land masses where the temperature is believed to be warmer than the western side. And if you ever find like a broken piece of coral on the beach you can see its hard shell which is actually an animal called a polyp it's a cluster of these polyps growing together that give coral reefs their shapes that's why like there's like different shapes for them there's like fans they look like antlers and there's like a ton of different things for them um some coral reefs are more biodiverse than others the array of marine species living within the coral reefs biome depends on the locations latitude and directions of the water so it sort of just like depends on where the location of the coral is. Coral reefs seem to grow best where there are stronger currents and wave patterns. Scientists believe that is uh, because stronger currents and waves deliver more food for the marine ecosystem. The algae that typically grows on and around coral reef is a plant, but a living creature. There are many different kinds of algae from microscopic varieties to ones with a leaf like appendages that can grow several feet long. So there's like all different kinds of shapes and sizes, which you'll probably see if you were to go like snorkeling to look up pictures after this podcast of coral. Scientists have discovered that many parts of coral reefs can be harvested to make make medications. And according to the National Ocean and Atmosphere Administration, coral reefs are emerging as um, the medicine cabinets of the 21st century. Coral reef plants and animals are important sources of new medicines being developed to create cancer or to treat cancer, arthritis, human bacterial infections, and heart diseases and other viruses. So it's like very helpful like the natives and and other people used to use coral for like medicines and other things. Coral reefs are among the most biodiverse ecosystems on the planet. There are often more types of fish living in two acres area of healthy coral reef than there are species of birds in all of North America. So there's coral everywhere throughout all the oceans. Coral reefs help to improve the quality of the surrounding water. They do, not, they do this by filtering out things floating in the ocean, which leaves the clear water. So if you go to like the Caribbean, you'll see a lot more coral, which is making the water more clear because it's filtering it out constantly and making it more pure and clear. So there's not as much like floating bacteria and debris in the ocean coral reefs help stabilize the seabed, helping seagrass, uh, seaweed, and other marine plants to survive. These plants lessen the impact of storms to help prevent the ocean bed from being washed out. They also uh, provide food and protection for a broad variety of marine animals. Fish, uh, manatees, and coral other species feed and raise their offspring there. So not just to coral like feed, Um, All the other like things in the ocean or not all but like most everything in the ocean But they also provide a place for like fish to hide from like sharks and like bigger prey and also to have their offspring In addition to protecting and protecting shorelines coral reefs are immensely valuable to the fishing and tourist industries according to the World Research Institute the destruction of one kilometer of coral reef equals a loss between 137000 to one million two hundred dollars over a 25-year period. And yet the estimate, some 60% of the world, world's coral reefs are currently threatened by humane activity. So, I mean, you could just like imagine if we were to lose coral, how much in debt we'd go. Um, some facts like about coral reefs and climate change. Oceans are a great... At absorbing much or dangerous carbon um, and carbon dioxide enters the earth's atmosphere unfortunately it makes the waters increasingly acidic the acidification prevents corals from absorbing the calcium carbonate they require in order to maintain their skeletons in the stone like skeletons that support them <clears throat> um, coral reef systems are naturally colorful because of the algae that is usually present If you see a coral reef that appears white, a process known as coral bleaching, which is what I was talking about earlier, is what is uh, most likely the result of warmer water temperatures caused by climate change. The first widespread incident of coral bleaching happened in 1998, when an estimated 16% of corals died, which, I mean, it's a ton of coral. But the worst incident on record occurred in 2015 and 2016 when an extended El Nino event warmed Pacific waters near the equator. Recent studies suggest that plants have lost approximately half of its coral reefs in the last 30 years and could lose more than 90% by the year 2050 if, if drastic changes are not made. Um, marine scientists from the Nature Conserv- Conservation 50 reefs and other NGOs are working to fight climate change, protect the coral reefs we have left and come up with innovation solutions, even Ruth gates. um, Direction of the Hawaiian Institution of Marine Biology is currently trying to breed and train, train new corals to better withstand rising ocean temperatures to kind of like fight off coral beaching, bleaching and become more like adaptive to where they are. When corals are stressed by changing in a condition, such as temperature, light, or nutrients, they expel a symbiotic algae living in their tissues, causing them to turn completely white, which is like what coral bleaching is. That's why they call it coral bleach. Like if you ever have a sweatshirt and you get it bleached, it turns white. That's sort of what they got this name from. I mean, you can just imagine how bad that would be if all the coral was eventually bleached. The ocean contains 15% of the animals we have in the world. And taking 15% out would just destroy things, and our way of life would change. Like, you could just imagine if, like, our life cycle, like, were to get destroyed like that, we'd have, like, more limited stuff to eat on land and just even in the ocean because we, like, fish a ton and stuff. So this is going to be the first episode to the season clearing um, about coral bleaching, in the next episode, I'll be talking about how we can help prevent chloral bleaching, and sort of make a change to it, and you know help like improve our environment. Um, also, in the next episode, I will be talking about if we don't make a change soon, what will eventually happen in our world, which I kind of touched to a little bit, but like I'm gonna get more into depth about like if we didn't end up changing chloral bleaching in the future, like what would eventually happen. Um, So make sure to share this broadcast with your friends and family. Make sure to come drop in and listen to the next one. Have a good one.